Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars. Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Jeffrey from D23, the official Disney fan club. And today we're taking you Inside Disney. Well, hello there. Well, hello there. And hello to our very special guest host for the week, the fabulous Courtney Collier from the Disney Parks blog. Hello. Yay. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. We are super excited to have you. Yay. Yay. Ah, so fun to talk to you. Yes. You've been with Disney for a while now. Yes, it seems like a hundred years, but it's been seven. Seven, seven lucky years. <laughs> yes, exactly. And yeah, just the best time ever, best job ever. I love the company. So happy to be here. Yay. And ah. you're based out of Orlando. I am in sunny, hot, hot Orlando, where uh fall has arrived, believe it or not. Ooh, oh. tell us more. <laughs> yeah, over at Magic Kingdom, the pumpkins are out, all the orange, the fall is happening. It kicked off about a week ago. So yeah, Ooh. fall starts in August in Orlando. <laughs> ah, that means the holidays is right around the corner. Uh, That's why yeah. I love the yeah. fall. <laughs> it's like Sherry's Christmas Corner started like in January. <laughs> I love it. I am right there with you. I'm a Christmas kind of girl as well. <laughs> It'll be here before we know it. I know. <laughs> I'm a total summer person, so I'm like, please never let this end. But that's okay. I, I understand. You say that because you're not in Florida, Jeffrey. It's 130 Fair. degrees out here. Okay. <laughs> good point. Oof. Good point. Oof. And speaking of pumpkins, anything else you've been up to, Courtney? I say leading you down a path. Yes. Yes. So I actually got to experience Nikki's Not So Scary Halloween Party last Friday. And yeah, so good. And I'm not sure if you heard, but... Powerline himself leads the Boo to You parade. No. No way. Yes. Are we seeing things eye to eye? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, all the things. Can I just tell you how all of Main Street just broke out into the full Powerline dance? And Courtney was right down there with him. I was obsessed. So good. Yes. Oh, uh, incredible. Love, love Powerline. Sherry, what have you been up to? Okay. So last week, I participated in Minnie's Moonlit Madness, which is, if you are not familiar with this, it's an annual event. It's held at Disneyland Resort. Teams compete in this really fun after-hours contest. It's part trivia challenge, part scavenger hunt, four people to a team. Two of them must be cast members. So if you're listening and want to participate, keep that in mind for next year. <laughs> it's so much fun. We were at the resort until... 2 30 a.m oh. i want to say and it was totally worth it because my team won in our division first place what congratulations yes. awesome. thank you please thank tell you. us more thank about you. this thank division you. and what was the craziest thing you had to do it's called the sleuth division i will caveat it's the easiest of the four divisions <laughs> Fair but enough. still it's all good it's all good even the easiest one's a little hard <laughs> thank you thank you i mean everything is timed so i was definitely sweating walking fast, not running. Your team, you're all tethered together. So there's a rope tying you all together. And I don't know if you've ever navigated the park four people wide, <laughs> but it's tough to get around, you know, the trash cans, the trees, the other people, Oof. a lot of teamwork and communication. It was a lot of fun. I still can't believe we won. I would like to thank my mom, my dad, <laughs> Minnie Mouse. Um, and her moonlit <laughs> madness. 
<laughs> was there anything something really really crazy you got to do or something cool you got to see I mean I think my favorite part is just like running around the park at that time of night it's like so surreal being there when Cars Land is all lit up in its neon and there's like barely anyone around and you're super tired and delirious and having the time of your life. <laughs> but I also want to shout out our special guest host from last week, Hunter, because his team, Jocelyn, Sarah, they won in the private eye division, which is the hardest division. Like, truly an accomplishment. That is, uh, go team D23. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, I would expect nothing less from <laughs> such talented individuals, but that's fabulous. <laughs> ah, too much fun. How about you, Jeffrey? What have you been up to? Well, you guys were running around parks and I was sitting around my couch. Oh, no. <laughs> I watched a lot of Disney Plus. I'm all caught up on High School Musical, the musical, the series. I get chills from Frozen. I'm <laughs> loving the summer time. High School Musical. Love it. Love it. Love it. I wanted to parse out I Am Groot and just watch like one a day. But I couldn't because the minute <laughs> I tasted one, I needed to consume them all. So yes. I am Groot. So funny. Have you watched them yet, Courtney? Yeah, yeah, I did watch them. So cute. My son is four and he's made me watch them every night since they've come out. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. They're cute enough. I could probably watch them a few times. Yeah. And also was given an advanced link to a show that comes out today. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, got to watch the first four episodes of that and loved it and loved it so much that coming up on the show, we have the fabulous Tatiana Maslany, who is the star of She-Hulk, had us in stitches. Yes. Her love of Space Mountain, all of the filming and how they do all the crazy special effects stuff. So fantastic. And the show is so funny and all the cameos. Anyway, well, we're going to be getting into that, but we have some news to get to first. Um, but staying in that Marvel universe, the Disney and Marvel Games Showcase live from D23 Expo was announced by our friends over at Disney Games. It is actually last week, the fantastic Mike Vargo from D23 announced that the opening ceremony in Disney Legends would be streaming live as part of D23 Expo Live. And now we have the second announcement of this incredible panel that's going to be uh, shown on Friday, September 9th, starting at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 Eastern. There's going to be a whole bunch of announcements. Fans can expect some reveals from titles like Disney Dreamlight Valley, Marvel's Midnight Suns, and Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, as well as a sneak peek at an upcoming Marvel Ensemble game. So lots of cool stuff coming up at Expo. And just wait, there's going to be more to come. In fact, we have a whole bundle of good news this week from Expo. Specifically the Disney Bundle. <laughs> the Disney Bundle Pavilion. It's coming back to D23 Expo. There'll be panels. There'll be all kinds of programming happening throughout that week. If you are wondering what even is the bundle, it's Disney Plus. It's Hulu. It's ESPN Plus. There you have it. That's the bundle. You're just a bundle of joy. Ah. Oh, you too, Jeffrey, and you too, Courtney. <laughs> <I'll take it. laughs> the Disney Plus part of the pavilion, there's going to be a lenticular installation where you have the opportunity to look for your reflection among moving images, and there's going to be a Disney Plus holographic display with beamed-in appearances from your favorite characters. Whoa. What? That sounds so oh sci-fi and futuristic. <laughs> very, very cool. 
Very cool. I like have a hard time even picturing what any of this means. I'm excited to experience it in person. And then over at the Hulu part of the pavilion, you can walk through the iconic Hulu green vessel where you're transported into all of your favorite Hulu worlds like a Bob's Burgers family photo op. Then ESPN Plus, get a close-up look at some of the most iconic memorabilia in sports history. Jeffrey, I know where you're going to be all weekend. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But you can see the college football playoff trophy, the UFC championship belt, which I think is like bigger than three of me put together. So I can't wait to see that in person. Then the pavilion stage, there will be things happening all weekend. You can check out the full list on d23.com. But friend of the pod, animator Eric Goldberg, he's going to be there. He's going to do a sketch on Friday. Don't miss that. And there's going to be a Hulu dance party literally every night at the stage. So much, so much. I know. There will be so much bundle goodness happening at panels, at the pavilion, on the pavilion stage throughout the whole weekend. So check out all the details on d23.com. Yay. All right. So Under Wraps 2 will premiere on Disney Channel on September 25th. Did either of you see Under Wraps 1? Am I the only one? Oh, yes. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, I watched Under Wraps 1. Yes. I watched it with my kids, and I am super pumped for this sequel. So like I said, it does premiere on this, uh, not this Sunday, September 25th Sunday. So that's like a month from now Sunday. It's close, though. Very close (laughs) to this Sunday. (laughs) Which is basically close to December 25th, which is Christmas time. So we're just going to keep keep rolling. (laughs) It will also stream on Disney Plus shortly thereafter. Under Wraps 2 picks up as Marshall, Gilbert, and Amy are ready to attend Amy's father's Halloween-themed wedding when they discover their mummy pal Harold and his beloved Rose may be in danger. I don't want to spoil too much for you all now. I can see you just hanging on. You can check out the trailer. It is out now on the Disney Channel YouTube page. It's a very, very cute trailer. Well, cute and also sort of like, ooh, big evil mummy. (laughs) And speaking of big evil mummies... This is not a transition into that because there are no big evil mummies featured in the Aladdin North American tour. But they did just unveil the casting for the highly anticipated North American tour of Aladdin. Such a great musical. So I got seen on Broadway. Love it. It's actually going to debut in Schenectady, New York, starting on October 11th. It's going to be hitting 36 cities during the 2022-2023 season. So keep your eyes peeled to see if the show is going to be coming to a city near you. And uh, you can head over to d23.com for more information. Awesome. All right, y'all. Mighty Thor is now appearing at Avengers Campus in Disneyland Paris. So that means you can now run into not only Thor and Loki, but also Mighty Thor for a limited time. As you all know, we met Mighty Thor, also known as Jane Foster. In Thor, Love and Thunder, and she's gained the same powers as the God of Thunder himself, who becomes Mighty Thor. <laughs> Corny, do you know how to say the name of Thor's hammer? No, I cannot. Mjol. Very close. Mjolnir. I honestly, I had to, I, I had to watch like several tutorials before we interviewed Natalie Portman just because that was. But I also felt like in the movie, they kept like 
they didn't really pronounce it. It was like, I felt like my volume was too low. And I'm like, what? Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, adding on to Ooh. that news, the ad supported Disney Plus subscription tier is coming December 8th. Yes, we are reporting on December news. So it is the holiday. Just in time for Christmas. Holidays are here. Monica. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Disney Plus will introduce this much-anticipated subscription offering in the U.S. along with a new slate of subscription plans so you can get the ultimate flexibility across Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus, and the whole Disney bundle. Check out all the details on pricing at d23.com. Woohoo! But before that, before Christmas, before Thanksgiving, before October... For one week, I, I know, is, it, is there anything that exists before that? <laughs> For one week on August 26th, Rogue One, a Star Wars story is returning to IMAX theaters ahead of the debut of Andor on Disney+. Plus. So, of course, Rogue One was uh, in and of itself a prequel to Episode 4, A New Hope. Andor tells the story of how Cassian Andor, played by the fantastic Diego Luna, became who he is when we meet him in Rogue One. So I, I would say, you know, of course we can all watch Rogue One fabulously streaming on Disney Plus, but to see it on IMAX screens, that sounds very, very cool. Andor, can't wait for Andor. Andor, maybe we're gonna have some of those actors oh. on the show. Who knows? We'll see. Stay tuned. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, guys, I brought it up last week. I'm bringing it up again. Pray. Prey opened as the number one movies or series premiere on Hulu to date. Yes. Wow. That's a lot of people watching. A lot of people watching. It, it notched the most viewing hours ever on Hulu in its first three days. It was also the most watched film premiere on Star Plus in Latin America. So you guys, if you like highly skilled warriors, if you like highly evolved predators, if you are an adult who isn't Jeffrey, <laughs> if you want to watch a showdown between these two adversaries, check out Prey. On it. Thank you, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. I'm going to be checking out the thing that uh, Courtney is about to talk about. Oh, Jeffrey, you don't even know how excited <laughs> I am for this. I have been waiting for this. Cinderella the Reunion is coming to ABC as a special edition Yes. 2020 on Tuesday, August 28th at 8 p.m. It's also going to stream the next day on Hulu. But the 25th anniversary of Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella will feature members of its all-star cast, including my favorite, Brandy, Whoopi Goldberg, Victor Garber, Woo. Bernadette Peters, Jason Alexander, and more. Right after that new special at 9 p.m., The Wonderful World of Disney will air a special presentation of the original film from 1997. I cannot tell you how excited I am about this. All right. I love mm. this movie. And back right when I moved to California, it was, I think they did this in 96 because I I know the movie came out in 97. Back when we they did the, the Television Critics Association press tour, which we talked a little bit about last week, Disney would occasionally do sometimes events. And they did a Cinderella event down at Disneyland where they did a whole panel with the cast, the entire cast on the stage of the Lincoln wow. Theater. And then there was a like a crazy Cinderella part. It was it was a Cinderella celebration. It was amazing. Oh <laughs> and also a friend of the pod, Deborah Martin Chase, was the producer 
of the film. And if you want to go back and listen, she talks a lot about the making of Cinderella on a show. I think it was last year. She was terrific. I think so. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. She's also going to be part of the special show that's going to be on 2020 along with Billy Porter and Tom oh. Paul. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so, so good. Cool. Well, switching gears, 20th Century Studios' Rosaline is going to stream on Hulu on October 14th. So this is a uh, a comedic twist, a fresh take, if you will, on uh, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet told from the perspective of Juliet's cousin, Rosaline. I think it's Rosaline, not Rosaline. We're just going to go with Rosaline. I think they both work, Jeffrey. Thank you. <laughs> Bill Shakespeare himself is going to come out and hunt me down. <laughs> but it does star the wonderful Caitlin Deaver, who is an Emmy nominee for Dope Sick, as Rosaline slash potentially Rosaline, and also features Minnie Driver, Bradley Whitford. <laughs> and again, October 14th, I saw the trailer. It looks adorable. But before we watch that, you know what it's time for. What could it be? <laughs> Why, yes. It's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, presented by our friends at State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Courtney, what's up first? So first up is Marvel Spidey and his amazing friends. My kids are super excited for this. And can I let you know that John Stamos, is actually going to guest star as the voice of Iron Man mm. in one of the upcoming episodes. No yes. way. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod. There's so many friends of the pod now, Sherry. I feel like almost every project. It's true. <laughs> it's true. On Friday, this is brand new to the Disney Plus library. The sing-along version of Beauty and the Beast, the 2017 live-action oh. film. So sing-along, dance-along. All the things from your living room. Be our guest. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of be our guest, um, this is another horrible segue, but... That was a fabulous segue. <laughs> Don't demean your fabulous segue, Courtney. Oh my goodness. So from one of the creators of Phineas and Ferb, there's a new episode of Hamster and Gretel coming out on Saturday, August 22nd. And who doesn't love a superhero hamster? <laughs> I mean... Friend of the pod, superhero <laughs> hamster. Dan Povenmire was on the, he's been on our pod. So well, there that's you go. true. There we go. And I bet there he loves go. Christmas. Oh, he does. <laughs> I bet he does. I he sings he a does. song as Dr. Doofenshmirtz. I really don't hate Christmas. I can't oh, believe I know this go. right off the top of my head. Ah, that's awesome. oh. It all comes <laughs> oh, back yo, yo, to yo. Christmas time. Check out Cars 3 on Saturday at 10.15 a.m. on ABC. I love this movie, you guys. The introduction of Cruz Ramirez. It's like it really tugs at the heartstrings, makes you laugh, makes you cry. It's classic Pixar. And speaking of another friend of the pod, the fabulous, the wonderful, the majestical, Yvette Nicole Brown is going to be playing against comedian Pete Holmes in a new episode of the $100,000 Pyramid this Sunday on ABC at 9. So let us cheer on Yvette. Well, on to a new friend of the pod, our guest for today, a terrific, talented, and very funny actor who is crushing the leading role of Jennifer Walters in She-Hulk, the latest series on Disney Plus from Marvel Studios. Please welcome to the show, Tatiana Maslany. Hey. Woo! All right. So first I have to, I have to apologize because maybe I have not seen enough. I mean, I've definitely watched some of your fabulous work, but I had no idea you were such a fantastic comedic actor. Oh, thanks. Uh, 
I don't know if you've done a lot of comedy. Maybe I've missed that oeuvre of Tatiana's IMDb, but what was it like diving in on so much fun comedy? That's what made me so excited about this script was that I truly laughed on every page of that pilot, you know, when I was auditioning. And I hadn't done a lot of comedy. I've always wanted to, but I hadn't really ever had the chance. And I grew up doing improv in high school, even in elementary school in Canada, after high school as well, like in a long form company. So it was part of my like coming up. But for me, it was never really about comedy so much as it was about like character, you know? And so what, what I love so much about this script was that all of the jokes are really so much about either like weird characters and their perspectives or like strange little like Easter eggs about the Marvel universe. Wow. I for one would love to see your elementary school improv if footage of that exists anywhere. <laughs> it was in French as well. I don't think there's any footage ooh. of that. Ooh, très bien. Stuff. Yeah, ooh, très bien. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your first reaction when you first saw yourself transform on screen into the She-Hulk version of your character? It was so exciting. I mean, I uh, I knew it was going to look amazing, but when I finally saw like a, an early test that they did and it's like the simplest moment it's just like me kind of fidgeting with my hand and sitting in a chair listening as She-Hulk I just was so blown away by the incredible nuance of the character and I mean that just like in that she looked like a person in the room you know she, mm. she really looked like she was having thoughts and breathing and I don't know. I know that like isn't a revolutionary idea, but like to see that level of nuance in a CG character is just incredible. Agree. I was very, very impressed. Yeah. The show's out today on Disney Plus, and we love the scenes with you and Mark Ruffalo. You have hilarious, great chemistry. What was <laughs> it like working together? He's just the most effortless actor. Like he just, he's always in the moment and he, uh, you know, I've been saying that even though he's played this character for 10 years, he always comes to set with this like openness and this curiosity and this willingness to kind of shift and adapt that character, like to continue to evolve that character and to see him bring, you know, Smart Hulk into this very comedic sitcom -y world and bounce him off of She-Hulk, who is very good at being a Hulk whereas he is not and has had to go off to a you know deserted island for 15 years to figure out how to manage his <laughs> anger. That duality was really fun and Mark was just so fun to play with. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, we normally ask people what they did to bring humor to the set, but maybe for you, it's better to ask what you did to stop laughing. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, Ginger and I were talking about it. Like there wasn't a lot of like hijinks on set or anything, because I think we were having just so much fun in the scenes. There was nothing we needed to like add to like lift the spirit. You know, the script is so goofy. And so like, if you give over to that script, you're just like laughing constantly. Yeah. It was, I felt like you needed to have like sad moments, like just yeah, to, we, to, well, maybe <laughs> to even everything off out. camera. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we love when we talk with stars from Marvel projects. We love to hear about the making of the great special effects. She hulks like six, seven. So when filming the scenes with her, are you standing on a box? Are you dangling from the ceiling? Please tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> you dangling from the ceiling, but pretending to walk normally. <laughs> but you're just like floating there. Um, no, I was on like, uh, there was platforms. I took up like the entire 
room sometimes with these platforms that I'd be walking on. Or sometimes I would be my regular height, but there'd be this like stick coming out of my helmet with like this dead and smiling She-Hulk face, <laughs> like cardboard above my head. And it's such a testament to the actors I worked with who were able to like look at that and actually connect to that, you know, cause that's, that's a feat. That's an absolute feat. <laughs> wow. Well, Natalie Portman had funny stories cause she's like, they were on these high elevated platforms and they had to walk next to each other. And it was like, who's gonna trip and fall and- <laughs> That's great. It's very, it's all very organic it's like <laughs> kitchen sink drama that we're making. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so we've got Tim Roth. We've got Benedict Wong. The cameo list is amazing. What was it like working with them? I mean, all of them brought such a different, you know, energy and their characters come from all these different parts of the universe. Like Tim Roth hasn't been, you know, in the MCU since before Mark was even playing Hulk, you know, so it's yes. like super deep dive, like meta moment that feels very true to the, you know, spirit of She-Hulk. But to have like Benedict Wong in there who is like, plays this hyper serious character, but he always has like a wink in his eye. Like he's always got like, you know, a sense of like playfulness, even though mm -hmm. he's like, you know, a super serious character who's like dealing with like... <laughs> the most insane burdens, you know what I mean? Like he really, and, and in this show specifically, I think people are just gonna love him. I went to the Doctor Strange premiere and watched the like ripple of joy that like courses through the audience when Wong comes on the screen. And I think they're gonna feel that way when they see him in this show too. Yes, we are spoiler free, but the episode and the tags are I couldn't I can't I don't want to give anything away but it was oh, yeah, I was yeah. laughing so hard and oh good yeah I could watch the, that tag for 14 days yes <laughs> you're talking I, could, about. I could watch a whole spinoff of She-Hulk based on that tag yes absolutely those two characters is that who you're talking about oh yes yes the, yes, yes. The, the like unlikeliest friends on the planet but like also makes so much sense yes <laughs> yes, yes. And you see it in the trailer, so it's not a giveaway, but the repartee between the two of you when he's like the book of Ashanti or the book of, and you're like, uh, the book of law? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, because they just come from such different literal universes. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Important question here. Why is Jennifer so fascinated with Steve Rogers? Because of that butt, man. It's <laughs> America's butt. She's got needs. She has deep needs. They're deep, but they're also way on the surface. <laughs> Which is why we love her. She's very human. Ah, very true. Very true. Okay. Well, since we're trying to stay as spoiler free as possible, we don't want to lose our listeners. <laughs> Do you have a favorite memory from making the series that is not a spoiler? Hmm. Good question. Oh yeah. There was a day when like, most of the cast was on set for like one specific scene and we were filming in this place and my assistant who's the best she bought a ping pong table and she brought it to set and we did these like tournaments and <laughs> some people were really good mark ruffalo is really good at ping pong and john bass is really good at ping pong and wow. yeah it was fun that was super fun wow I have to ask, because we were talking about you as, as She-Hulk being on a platform, and then Mark, of course, is Hulk in scenes, and the two of you are Hulked out in scenes. Is there, were you 
both on platforms where they just like, well, since you're both hulked out, you don't need anything <laughs> added to you. Yeah, that's exactly it. We got to be feet on the ground. And what's actually really cool about those scenes, even though we're in all of this mocap and there's all this technical stuff, we got to improvise a bunch. Like we truly got to like go off script. And there was a whole day when we were shooting on like a Saturday and the whole crew was exhausted, but Mark and I were doing this montage sequence. And it's really us like in a warehouse space, pretending we're on a deserted island. And we're like, you know, just playing this dynamic of him trying to teach me and me wanting nothing to do with it. And like feeding <laughs> at it with zero effort. It caused all this improv to happen. It was really fun. Yes. There's that famous line about what the difference between a man and a woman it, as a woman has to do everything backwards and in heels when dancing. It's very like, no wonder why Jennifer's so good at all of this stuff already. All right. If you could join forces on screen with another Marvel hero who you have not worked with yet, who would it be? Baby Groot. <gasps> I want Baby Groot on this shoulder when I'm She-Hulk and I want Nikki on this shoulder when I'm She-Hulk. No walk around, go to parties with them. It feels like an angel and a devil on the little little that's angel, right. little devil. That's exactly it. A baby <laughs> and a Nikki. <laughs> I can see it now. Well, yeah. we just love the show. We have a favor to ask of you. Can you put on your Jennifer Walters legal hat and give a closing argument about why Disney fans will love She-Hulk? Ooh. <laughs> Most of the time, Jessica Gow writes my closing arguments. However, <laughs> I would say that this is a show that deals with the absolute mundane, you know, between the moments kind of real life stuff that we never get to see superheroes engage with. Mm. And that's why it is such a compelling watch. And funny. And funny. Mm. Yes. Human beings are funny. We know you're from Canada, our neighbors to the north. Sure. You're not necessarily very close to a Disney theme park. We were curious, have you visited the Disney theme parks? I did for the first time, like right before the pandemic, my friend did a Disney show and got like the VIP treatment. Ooh. Tell us more. What got me you along on all the like backstage, you know, ride things. So we got to see like the, the haunted mansion, but like in reverse. It was cool. And I've never been to Disney and I truly had the experience of like that changed my life. Like what? going on uh, what is it called? Space Space Mountain. Space Mountain, yeah. Yes. I was I lost my mind. I truly was dragged back into childhood in this way. I because I'd never gone as a kid. Oh. Yeah. That is that. Um, any other favorite memories from that trip? I ate about a thousand of those Mickey donuts. Oh, <laughs> have you had them? Mickey, don't like it. Were they beignets? Maybe the beignets. Or? I'm oh, sorry. Yes. I'm still like <laughs> basic. Yeah, the beignets are delicious. Oh, yeah. Uh, so messy, but so worth it. <laughs> yeah, so worth it. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, we are very sad we are at the end of our interview. Hopefully, we will get to chat with you again soon. But we ask everyone this question What is your favorite Disney memory? Oh, I have to say the Little Mermaid mm. goes through my head almost constantly. Also, no, here's the Robin. There's a Robin Hood scene, you know, like the Robin Hood cartoon yes. in Little John and Robin Hood when they're in this tree and they're talking about 
they're talking about like the morality of stealing or something. I'm not joking. It goes through my head probably probably 90% of the day. Like it's just wow. been in there and it like never stops. And if I wake up in the night to go pee, it's going through my head. <laughs> Okay, well, this may be a reason why real life Tatiana and yes. real life Chris Evans may actually like he his favorite movie is Robin Hood. Oh, no way. Well, right. Robin Hood's super hot. You know, and do you know Robin Lopez, the but he's a basketball player? He is he that's what he says. Really? Okay, he says that too. He so he was a hot fox. He was a fox. He's a fox indeed. <laughs> In <every way. laughs> oh, Tatiana, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. And congratulations on the show. We cannot wait to watch the rest of the series. Yes, Thank you so congrats. much. Thanks, guys. All right. Take yeah. care. Bye. Bye. Love her. Love her. And also love you, Courtney. Thank you so Aww. much for joining us this week. It was Yay. so much fun having you on the show. So, so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. This has been kind of hashtag dream come true. Oh, I mean, my goodness. Yay. Aim higher, Courtney. Aim higher. <laughs> friend of the pod, Courtney. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Let's go. Hashtag friend of the pod. I love it. Well, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, just hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.